Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the seventh time we've tried recording episode 70 of the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Very nice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> the reason we're, we're having such a lot of trouble with this is that our laptop is so old and terrible. We love you, Lappy, but he's it's not playing dying. nicely. Yeah. I think we should put it on like an ice flow and let it <laughs> drift out. Out into its natural habitat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it is episode 70, despite the fact that it's the seventh time we recorded it. And this week we're going to review the ebook, The Unconventional Guide to Discount Airfare. Indeed, it's by Chris Gillibell. And at the end of the show, we're also going to give 10 tips that we've found useful as we're flying around Europe. Do you think his name really is Gillibell? Or oh. might it be like Gibo? It might be, yeah. I have no idea. This is why we need audience members to send in MP3 uh, comments. Yeah. Tell us, how do you think he pronounces his name? It's spelled G-U-I-L-L-E-B-E-A-U. Brilliant. Call and let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're finally leaving Hastings. As you can tell, we're going a little bit stir-crazy. Yeah, we're only here for another 24 hours, which is quite exciting. Yeah, we're heading off to Glasgow. So, should be good. Yeah, (laughs) we've had a good time in Hastings, but I think we're getting... The travel bug is is really, really prevalent in our bodies at the moment. I mean, we've been here for seven weeks, and that feels like far too long. I mean, seven weeks, it's not a very long time. Yeah, the longest we spent in one place last year was 13 days, so I suppose this, is, this is driving me a bit mad. Um, but I'm so glad that we didn't buy our flights on uh, Zoom. Oh yeah, they've gone under. Zoom went zap, <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they declared insolvency today, so... Yeah. If you were flying with them, I'm sorry to hear it, but I'm glad I'm not. No, 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 no. You're so nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it does kind of segue nicely into our topic for today, this ebook, The Unconventional Guide to Discount Airfare. Yeah, he does actually mention Zoom in the book, so... We're expecting an update sometime soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a, uh, a 30-page PDF, which uh, you can download. You pay your money and it comes straight down to your email. And um, it talks about how to get cheaper flights on airfares and also how to make the most of the air miles that you're doing. Yeah, on um, Chris's website, he has a a nice little short list of some of the topics he covers. So we'll just go through that. One of them is a shortcut to elite status on several major airlines. Yeah, that's brilliant. So this is talking about how you can get... um, If you get elite status, you can get free upgrades, you get access to the lounge... And so finding a quick way to get there um, can do you really good. Yeah, it's something we don't really use that much because we're flying with budget airlines. Not with Zoom, but with other budget airlines. Yeah. Uh, He also talks about how to get airline lounge access and how to hitch a ride on your airplane. I bet you didn't think that could happen. I certainly couldn't. It's it's fascinating. (laughs) He also talks about alternative routes, free stopovers, unusual trip ideas, things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's given me some really good ideas for how to make the most of the loopholes in the stopover agreements. Yeah, certainly. I think that's that's really worth it. Yeah, yeah. basically talking about traveling at different times of the year that you might expect and also traveling different routes or routes, as some Americans might say, mm. um, to, to find your way. <laughs> she said routes. He also Trees have about- routes. <laughs> he also talks about uh, how to survive currency conversion mistakes. And um, flying both within America and from America to Europe, to Asia, uh, to South America and into the Pacific region. So first of all, 
it's not a very long book. It's only 30 pages. Well, 29 pages because the cover doesn't really count as one. And actually, I think that's great. So often you get books that are like 300 pages but have one page of actual content. This is 29 pages of great ideas. Yeah, I agree with that. However, it is very US-centric. Um, Canada, North America is really the focus market. Yeah, definitely. Which makes it not quite as useful as it could be for us, being not in the US and not planning to go there anytime soon. Indeed, though it does talk about international travel. Um, I asked Chris about that, and he said he's in the process of writing guides for, uh, for different regions and, and different people, so that's something to look out for. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, one of the first sections is about airline lounge access. Now, that really doesn't interest me at all. I'm more interested in getting cheap flights rather than airline lounge access. And since it's one of the first sections of the book and it takes up four pages, uh, it didn't really start me off feeling too good about the book. Also, same with premium travel later in the book. It's useful thinking about being upgraded, but I think that I'd find it more useful if they were maybe put together as, as an appendix at the back of the book. Okay, so you just changed the structure of the information. Yeah, I think the, the major points need to go at the beginning of the book and kind of offshoots of the main idea need to go later. Mm-hmm, fair enough. One thing I liked about the structure was the way that they, uh, the links were presented. Uh, it wasn't just a list or a box, but they were presented kind of in line in a useful way. They were nice and clear, so it's good to be able to kind of click through to websites and investigate and personalize the ideas in the book. Yes, yeah, certainly. I mean, most of these links you could find yourself, but they might be in a, a long, boring list full of other other links that aren't useful, mm. or you might not know exactly where to go or what they're for. So yeah, I found that really useful as well. Yeah, that's good. They definitely get bonus points for praising Air New Zealand. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, being New Zealanders, yeah. it's, our, it's our national airline, so... Yeah, it's the national wine list that really gets my attention. Oh. <laughs> anyway, as well as talking about air travel, um, there's some overland ideas as well, overland connections like planes and trains, but there were some things that I would put in there that uh, that were missing. Yeah. Uh, Megabus, for one. That's, I mean, that's that's a really useful one that we use all the time. It's really only in England and in North Scotland America. and in North America. So yeah. it's not, not so useful for the rest of Europe or the rest of the world, but that's one we use all the time. Indeed. And for train times in all of Europe, bahn.de, B-A-H-N.de, is definitely a, a useful website. Yeah, we use that all the time when we're traveling by train. Anyway, he did have good lists of budget airlines. I guess he'll have to remove Zoom now. Yeah. And um, also comparison sites. Um, there were some really good ones in there, but the one that we often use, which is Europe-specific, is skyscanner.net. Yeah, we'd use that all the time. That's how we found our flight to go up to Glasgow, and that's how we look for most of our flights. We'd also go to the individual websites to book the flights and also to compare them sometimes. But Skyscan is really good for comparing lots of different budget airlines in Europe all at once. Yeah, I think um, the Unconventional Guide to Discount Airfare does have a very good and clear strategy of how to research online, yeah. like what sites to head to first, and then which ones to bother checking for further discounts. Certainly. It also has lots of information about specific air passes that can be hard to dig out on your own, and it's presented in a really useful way. I mean, some air, air passes that I'd never heard of and we'll probably be looking into a lot more. Yeah, there was one there that we're already looking into for our South America trip in 2009-2010 and uh, we'd never heard of it and it's 
looks like it might be perfect for us. Yes, certainly. And uh, so we might have saved ourselves a grand or two right there. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. Um, in general, I would say it's a really useful book if you're starting to plan a longish trip away, uh, especially if you're based in the States or you're flying through or into the States. If you're going to be spending money on flights, the guide could help you save a lot more than the cost of, of the book itself. Yeah, I mean, it rolls in at 25 US dollars, which is such a small amount. Yeah, if you can save $25 on a flight, considering most flights from the US cost over $1,000 if you're flying to Europe, then it's probably going to be a good oh, idea yeah, for it's, you. Yeah, it's a reasonable bit. And I mean, just the way that I've been thinking about it, I can't imagine how you couldn't. Yeah, you definitely, know? definitely. Um, even as reasonably experienced travellers, I think we've picked up a lot of good information and, and new ideas. Yeah, and resources as well that we didn't know about on the web. Yeah, yeah, especially. Um, one thing that I liked is the way he talks about making some really creative uses of stopovers. Um, for me, that was the most eye-opening section of the book and the thing that I enjoyed the most. I had never really thought about all of the loopholes in the stopover part of your ticket and how yeah. you can really exploit them. Like I tend to buy a ticket maybe from Auckland, New Zealand to Hong Kong and then a second ticket from Hong Kong onto London in England. Um, but Chris talks about ways and means of making that into one flight, which uh, can save you a lot of money. Certainly. So who is it for? Well, we'd say it's good for an American who flies nationally or internationally. Mm, it's also good for anyone who flies to or into or within America a lot. Good for someone planning a gap year or a multi-flight holiday. Yeah, and it's also good for someone who is going to be doing more than one long-haul flight a year. Yeah, definitely. And also experienced travellers might find some great new ideas in it as well. Yeah, there's certainly a few websites and, and like I said, those ideas on stopovers and, uh, and researching online that I found really useful, even having flown an average of once a month for the last two years. Yeah, I think it's especially good for someone who hasn't travelled a lot yet, but really wants to get into travel. Mm. It's quite encouraging and quite, I think, uplifting to start to think about all the options out there and giving you a lot of resources to go out and do it. Yeah, and it, you would definitely, well, almost certainly save money on the prices that you'll see advertised in the travel agents. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Well, we'll have links to The Unconventional Guide to Discount Airfare by Chris Gibel, and we'll have that on IndieTravelPodcast.com, but you can also find his site at UnconventionalGuides.com. Yeah, well, we've been speaking with, with Chris, the author, and we've arranged a special deal for you guys. It's only going to last for one week, though. If you use the coupon code IndieTravel, that's I-N-D-I-E-T-R-A-V-E-L, all one word, then you'll get five US dollars off the cost of the price. So that takes the price of it down to under $20. And if you can't save that off your airfare, I don't know what's gone wrong. Yeah, it's true. Um, so what do you get? You get the, the PDF ebook, and there's a lifetime money-back guarantee. So if you buy it and you think it's rubbish, then send it back and you'll get your money back. And also send us an email or leave a comment in the, uh, the comment section of this post, because um, I legitimately have found it really useful so I want to know if you don't 
And uh, you also get free updates for life. Every time Chris makes an update to the book as uh, things change and new resources become available. And airlines go under. And airlines go under. Um, Chris will be updating the book and um, sending out a free copy. So for $25 or with the, with the co- coupon code Indie Travel for 20 US dollars, um, you get a lifetime of, of resources. Yeah, remember that the, you can only get $5 US dollars off with the coupon code and it only lasts for one week. So you've got until Friday, August the 5th to get your copy. Yeah. Um, like we said, the Unconventional Guide to Discount Airfare is quite US-centric, but um, even travellers like us who are kind of not around the States at all have picked up some new ideas, new websites, and new strategies. But Chris has told me that uh, they're publishing new guides in the future, which will cover other regions. If you can't wait that long, we've put together 10 ways we save money when flying in Europe. Yeah, so should we go through them? Yeah, let's do it. Number one is be willing to shop around. Uh, Put in a bit of time, put in a bit of effort, and uh, you'll possibly uncover some great deals. Yes, definitely. Number two is use comparison sites to find what you need, such as skyscanner.net. This is probably one of our top five websites that we use when we're trying to find flights or ways of getting around. And it compares lots of budget airlines for routes all over Europe and further afield, but we find it most useful for Europe. Yeah, definitely. I'd maybe use Viama or something else for international travel, but, well, international, uh, off the continent travel. But uh, for within Europe, skyscanner.net's great. Number three is book in advance. Uh, if you don't believe me, then check out our research episode called Budget Travel in Britain, uh, where we compared the price of tickets from buying one month in advance to buying the day before. And um, you can fly for the price of a coach ticket if you book enough in advance. Yeah, I mean, we only paid, what, £35 for our flight up to Glasgow. Mm. And we'd be paying at least that on coach travel now. Yeah, and the flights today are up over 200 quid each. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to think about what the train fare would be like. (laughs) Ouch. So that's number three, book in advance. Point number four is go point to point. There are so many budget airlines fighting for your custom over here that it's normally, normally I say, much cheaper to buy direct flights than to buy a pass uh, when you're traveling within Europe. Okay, number five, be careful of airports in one city. Sometimes you'll buy an, an airline ticket online and it says you're going to Vienna, but you're not really going to Vienna. No, no, you're going to Slovakia, yep. which is a completely different country. Yeah. So you fly into Vienna, Bratislava. Like, yes. Um... Now, that can be fine because actually the, the amount you save in flying into the cheaper airport, Bratislava, might cost you less than the cost, cost of a coach ticket actually into Vienna. But you need to take into account the time and uh, the price of the ticket as well. Mm. It's the same with Frankfurt Hahn. Yeah. Frankfurt Hahn Airport is actually much closer to Luxembourg <laughs> yeah. than it is to, to Frankfurt itself. Indeed. So uh, keep an eye out for that one. Number six, take your own food and drink on board. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we often buy food at the airport, which is not the cheapest of places, but certainly in England, um, the chain stores there have the same prices as they do everywhere else in the country. 
And so that is uh, a big saving on the inflated airline prices. Oh, yeah. We hate buying coffee on board. It costs like, what, three pounds? Three pounds for instant coffee. It's shocking. We usually have um, a couple of muesli bars tucked away as well, just in case we get really hungry. Yeah. Think about what currency they'll accept on the flight for those cups of coffee. And be aware that no, no one I've flown with will accept debit cards. It's credit cards or cash. Yeah, mostly cash. Okay, number seven, don't take your own booze. It's illegal. <laughs> Sadly. I mean, we were traveling with some friends of ours and they... Uh, yeah, only they. 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 They were drinking their own booze on the flight that they bought in duty-free when getting onto the flight. Number eight, pack as light as possible. Oh, we really can't stress this enough. Yeah. Really, really. Two of our good friends just arrived from New Zealand and I couldn't believe how much stuff they have with them. If you're looking for some pack light resources, check out the archives on IndieTravelPodcast.com. But in the meantime, let me just say that packing a, uh, checking in a bag can cost you as much as 15 or 25 quid, which is not a small amount of money. No, it's a shocker. So you might want to consider just taking a carry-on. Yeah, the only problem I have with this is that I can't take anything sharp. So I can't take my pocket knife. Uh, They're beginning to get snotty about uh, disposable razors, which is ridiculous. So, yeah, if if you want to take something to shave with, then you might need to take a chicken bag just for that. Our solution that we've found is we just take one chicken bag, which is great because we're traveling together. We've got one large bag. It has all our liquids and our pocket knife and our razors and all of the stuff that we actually need to survive in there. And then we've got just a small day bag each, and that's more than enough space. Indeed. Tip number nine, consider sleeping at the airport. You might actually have to sleep at the airport, especially if you're flying out of Stansted, which has an extraordinary amount of early morning flights and a very, very bad transport network. Indeed. So consider sleeping at the airport to save yourself money on both transport and on accommodation. And number 10, if you miss your flight, try to minimize damage and know what your rights are. Indeed, yeah, we talked about that in a couple of episodes a while ago. So once again, you can check out the archives for information on what to do if you miss a flight. Well, maybe we should um, shut up and let these people get back to their lives. Yeah, it might be nice. Well, don't forget to drop by theintertravelpodcast.com and check out the articles because we've got some good articles at the moment. Yeah, and we've also got a new and improved shop. I know that's been a really messy part of the site for ages, so I've been retooling it. Um, So yeah, drop by and check that out. And don't forget, if you are going to pick up our reviewed book, The Unconventional Guide to Discount Airfare, use the coupon code INDIETRAVEL and uh, get your money off. So until next week, travel well.